me? <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, I, I don't want to start it right away. I just, uh, I'm doing it a little differently <laughs> tonight because um, I can't make up. You doing mind. what? I said I'm doing it a little differently tonight. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, 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 yeah I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I'm doing it a little differently because I'm 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 feeling indecisive tonight. I didn't know what kind of energy uh, was behind the, the cast tonight, so uh, I got I got three choices. Okay. I got, I, of course, I got my water. You know, I'm I'm almost done my gallon. That's my commitment. But um, I got three choices. I got Captain Mo. I got Goose. Mm. I got Goose, and then I got um, my the rest of that Casamigo uh, tequila. So. Uh huh. Uh. Before we begin, what are you sipping? And then I'll try and make up my mind in, in real time. Well, I was feeling quite Diddy-ish. So I got uh, a bottle of limited edition summer watermelon Ciroc, five times distilled a product of France. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, then you, then you just you just screamed at me in a uh, bone crusher voice and say, get on your level. Uh, I don't know if that was Bone Crusher or is that uh, Little John? I think that's Little John. Uh, yeah, I think that's Little John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that might, yeah, yeah. Get, 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 get on, on my level. What? Get on my level. What? And they hitting their fists and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? I know better than the, than in this in this environment not to support black business. So I, I should have gotten that Ciroc, but I'm but I'm such a goosehead right now. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, you just made me. You, now you shame me twice. So let, me, <laughs> let me go grab my my goose and then and then we'll... well if this makes you feel any better i wasn't even thinking about black business when i bought it i just saw it and it looked different so i said let me let me try this shit and, you know see how it is Mm-mm-mm. if that if that helps you feeling any better about it nah nah I, i'm whack <laughs> I'm, I'm whack i'm whack well, man, hey, look, I, I want to say that this is a long time coming. No offense, you know. I I realized that last time uh, when we when we had the kid takeover on on the last cast that um, that uh, you, you you had already provided a blueprint, kind of like you already knew that I should have been doing this. Um, and then right. when it started, you said you, you know you you, you got something here, and, and you know just the encouragement along the way. So so this is. Uh, gonna be the 21st episode when when it finally goes up but it should have been it should have been number one it should have been number one so um we're going on on 20 years history here i'm i i have to call you my brother at this point because i i would have known you for longer in a couple years you know bill was that's crazy yeah bill was here for 23 and and we've been friends for for 20 so Mm. um two 19 year old punks at the post office yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Running over people with vans and shit. <laughs> and without further ado, this is uh, Sippin' Slow with Joe, uh, brought to you by the Anchor app. Um, like I said before, the Anchor app is super easy, super easy to start. You can download, you can do the whole podcast from your phone, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you. And as far as natural, organic growth, the, the more serious you are about it, uh, Anchor allows you the freedom to, to go into the iTunes of the world, the Spotify's, uh, everything you desire to get to the ears that uh, that want to hear you. Um, so I, thanks to those at Anchor. Uh, Slipping Slow with Joe is definitely brought to you by Anchor and the folks at Coffee G for the non-coffee drinker. And with that said, the kid, Mr. SKB. Yes. Um, That's right. 
why don't you tell why don't you start out with telling the people where you hail from uh where you come from uh where do i come from so um well all right so i was born in a small town called mount vernon new york um but you know moms didn't stay there that long so we end up moving down to uh, washington dc and stayed there for maybe a year uh then i guess when i turned two maybe three we moved out of dc into our own little spot in Hyattsville, maryland so uh, i lived in Hyattsville, maryland right off of university boulevard right down the street from uh university of maryland college park like you could literally see University from um, my childhood apartment in Hyattsville, right there off University Boulevard. It was right across the street where the um, the Wiz used to be at. But for those mm. who are local, know the area. <laughs> yeah, right across the street from the Wiz um, record store, you know. So, um, and then um, then you know, mom's got a promotion at work, I guess. I'm assuming, and uh, mm. we moved out to uh, 212 out in Beltsville, Beltsville, Maryland. So, Whack. You know, anyone that really you know, it really asked me where I'm from. That's what I claim. I don't claim New York. I don't claim uh, Hydesville or anything like that. I claim Beltsville because that's where I, you know, I resided since uh, fourth grade up until uh, graduated from high school. So, you know, shout out to Beltsville, man. Two on two. You know, you know how we do out there, man. What's up? What's good? No, no. Mm-mm. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> um, so, so, County, you know so you said f- fourth grade. So what is that? Nine years old? What are you, nine, fourth grade? Uh, yeah, about nine, ten years old, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You got any siblings at that point? Yeah, um, little sister. Um, she's, uh, she's, what, four, four and a half years younger than me, something like that. Okay. Yeah, four years and right. some months. Yep. All right. Yep. So, me so, so let, let's, let's fast forward to the Beltsville home. Uh, who's in yep. that house? Who's in that house with you? Just uh, my mom, my sister, and me. That's it. Just, just three of us. Did you, did you keep in contact with your father, or did you? No, man. So, so, you know, I, I didn't grow up knowing my father, man. I met him once uh, the summer of, uh, you know, the summer before freshman year in high school. I met him once. It was funny, man, because I don't know, man. I was just sitting in the house, and it just, it just hit me, like, yo. I want to know who my dad is, man. So, so I asked my moms, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who my dad was and what's up with him and all that good shit. And, and, you know, she looked at me and she was kind of fucked up. You know, it was, it was almost like she was waiting for this day to come for, for me to, you know, to ask her this, right, but right. she still wasn't prepared, you know? So uh, when I asked her, you know, she had, she was, you know, extremely shocked. Her eyes got big and, you know, she didn't really know what to do. So she kind of like slowly walked away from me, went to her room and closed the door. While she was in the room, I guess she picked up the phone and gave him a call. Okay. And he was like, yeah, you know, uh, okay. He wants to see me. All right, we'll send him up, you know? So. And and how old are you? How old are you at this time? I'm sorry. How old are you? This had to have been uh, 14. Okay. Yeah. 14. Yeah. I was probably 14 at the time. Yeah. All right, so so you you you're about to meet pops, and yep. how, how, where where is he living? In Mount Vernon, New York. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mount Vernon. Yep, yeah. Okay, yep. so so Same you place where I was born. Yep. So so how do you get there at fourteen? How are you get? Took a train. My mom put me on the Amtrak. 
we went to uh, Union Station. You know, she put me on the train. And about four, four and a half hours later, I was in New York. First time being in New York that I, that I can remember. You know, and New York was, was, was something different, you know. Um, you know, he picked me up from one of those, you know, whatever the, the main train station in New York is. I, I, I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. But he, uh, he picked me up from there and, you know, we rode the New York metro system, metro transit system uh, back from, you know, New York City out to uh, Mount Vernon, you know. And for those who don't know, Mount Vernon is like right outside of the Bronx. So to mm-hmm. put it in, in, in some perspective, you know. So, um, yeah, it's like, it's like a little suburban town right outside the Bronx. All right. All right. So you, you finally get to meet dad. Um, what, what was that meeting like? Was it, was it awkward? What? Yeah, man, it was mad weird, man. Cause you know, I, you know, I mean, what are you going to say? You know, I don't know what to say. I'm the kid. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm right. Just, you know, I'm just there and you know, he didn't really say much. Okay. You know, I mean, of course he asked me how I was doing and blah, blah, blah. But you know, we, we didn't really have no, like no, no father son talk or whatever the case may be, you know? Okay. And, that, that nigga was still working. So okay. like, um, I was in, in the apartment, you know, I, I brought my, I brought my super Nintendo with me and shit. Right. So, you know, I was in that joint just playing video games and shit while he was working. And when he wasn't working, you know, he, you know, he took me around the neighborhood and shit, showing me off to people or whatever, you know, um, you know, you know, I guess, I don't know. I guess so, maybe, maybe he was proud. Or I don't know. What? And so how, how long, how long did you stay with him? Uh, I think it was a week. Okay. Oh yeah, I want to say it was a week, maybe two. Right. It might have been two weeks, something and, like that, maybe. And and this is the part where I use you know knowledge of just you know you and and your and your fam. Like your mother didn't talk with a a traditional American accent, so I could tell <laughs> she was from. So so like, where's your mom from? Like, what's her ethnicity fully? So my mom's was born and raised in um, England. So my mom is British. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mom is British, but our family is from, from Jamaica. So my grandparents are Jamaica, you know, Jamaican. Um, my mom was born in England, raised in England, of course. I got like, all kinds of extended family members there. My pops was born in Jamaica. You know, I, I don't know when he came to the United States or whatever. But um, so, yeah, I got Jamaican blood running through these veins. Okay. All right. So... So your mom was raised in. She was yeah yeah born born and raised yeah born and raised in um, in West Croydon, you know London England, you know West Croydon is like some little town in the city limits of London. You know you know you know how it is. Yeah yeah, and, and she was born to Jamaican parents though. Correct. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you know, like like here in the United States, man, a lot of, a lot of people you know, immigrate, you know, emigrate here. You know what I'm saying? They're born in the Caribbean or born in one of those Latin countries and then they, and they come here. You know what I'm saying? So right. same situation. So, you know, England and Jamaica, you know, you know, Jamaica used to be a British, you know, colony. Right. You know, um, so they, they still had that connection, that, that, that tie in, you know what I mean? So a lot of, a lot of Jamaican residents will immigrate to England because, you know, it's easier for citizenship and all that good shit. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and upon first, like, meeting your mother, uh, you know, I was able to, to, to gauge that you might not want to fuck with her, you know. Uh, 
but but at the same time she talked with that accent so it made me think like she was such a sweet person you know like yeah not to say she's not yeah, sweet yeah <laughs> you know no right. but i but i did see her you know because she would talk about somebody pissing her off and I, I would hear her like on the way to the apartment one time she she came with nashire nashire one time uh to the apartment yep. and i remember thinking like oh man look at that listen to that accent and then she started going off about something on the drive there and i was like holy shit yeah. okay okay yeah <laughs> okay yeah, yeah so 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 that brings me to you you're um you already talked about growing up in the household with two other women. That's it. So you're the, you're the male role in that whole environment. Um, and, and, and what kind of life lessons uh, did you learn? Like, kind of like, I, I'll, I'll fast forward it to, to high school. Like, uh, what was it like growing up with, with a, a, you know, a two-woman household and being the only man there and, and kind of being your own man, you know? Now learn your own lessons. Uh. I mean, my mom was was a disciplinarian, man. My mom was okay. fucking, you know, we couldn't do shit without permission. <laughs> couldn't even fucking breathe without fucking permission. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, like, like if you know the shit that my mom used to fucking do back in the day, like motherfuckers now will will call her toxic. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like the fucking house was was you know me and my sister always walked around on fucking eggshells and shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and even to this day, I talk to my sister and 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 she'll tell me stories about shit that was happening that happened to her right. that I didn't know that what was going on. You know what I'm saying? But, but, you know, you're asking from like, a, you know, from like, like being a man in the house, like, no, it, yeah. I wasn't the man in the house. Okay. You know, my mom's ruled that fucking house with an iron fist. You know what okay. I'm saying? And, and you just, she never around. like say, say again. So, so, so if she's laying down the rules and the disciplines, you, you're following like a good soldier at that time. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I didn't want to get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause my mom, look, my mom, look, man, listen, listen, my mom's didn't okay. fuck around. You know what I'm saying? No? If she said, right. bring your ass back in the house by fucking 830, you brought your ass back, back in the house by 830 or the fucking, you know, the wrath of Hades was, was, was fucking coming out of the ground. You know what I'm saying? So, Ooh. you know, um, my, my mom's was no joke, man, for real. Okay. All right. So what kind of student were you then? I mean, you got these strict, you know, you got a, a strict uh, parental figure. Uh, what, what kind of grades you bring home? So, and, and, and it's funny you ask that question because, you know, as, as, as much as my mom's was fucking, you know, all about discipline and shit, like yeah. she, she stressed good grades, but she didn't really bug out if, okay. you know, we didn't get honor roll and shit. Right. So, but I was a smart kid, man. I, I just didn't feel like doing work. You know, mm. I'd rather... I rather play play basketball at the school or, or or go to go to a friend house and play video games or whatever. Right. Doing work, you know what I'm saying. So it wasn't until um, freshman year. I mean, I wasn't a bad student either. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. I had like average grades. I had like a two five. Right. Freshman right. year, you know what I'm saying? Which you know it ain't bad. You know it ain't good either. Okay. You know. Um, but my mom's was bugging out at that point. She was like, "Look, you know." I know you can do better. All your teachers say you can do better. That's all they say every year. You can do better, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, I don't know what's up with you. You know, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And that was basically, you know, what she told me. Okay. And then, you know, she, you know, my mom's, you know, I guess, you know, I guess she felt like I needed some male influence, some strong male influence because so, so you know where I grew up at in, in Bellsville. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I lived in a um, in a apartment community called Potter Mill Village. 
you know. Yeah. And you know, if you don't know Potter Mill Village, or 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 let me let me say this. People that hear Beltsville, right? Like when you hear the word Beltsville, you don't think, oh, that sounds that sounds like a rough area, right? It sounds right. like some fucking, you know, upper suburbia shit, right? right? You know, but it was it was far from it. You know, Beltsville was a old school industrial town that used to have like, you know, warehouses and 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 um those uh, assembly line buildings where the fucking locals were going in and, and work for 12, 14 hour days, blah, 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 you know, by the train tracks, you know, all those buildings are shut down and they're still there, but, but no work is done out of them, whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, Bellsville as a whole is a decent little, little town, but our neighborhood, especially at that time period was not, I mean, that's where they put all the low income black folks, you know, and oh. and you know Hispanic folks. That's that's where all the the the, the poor folks lived at in Potter Mill Village. You know, so when you got a bunch of low income folks, you know, you know people uh, crammed in small apartments, and and you know you got police driving around there all the time, stuff like that. You know, there there was crime and all kinds of crazy stuff that was happening around there. You know, people getting robbed all the time, people getting killed. You know what I'm saying? You know, but Potter Mill Village was the spot. You know, yeah. everyone that, that was in Bellsville came to Potter Mill to hang out and shit. You know, play ball, hoop, go to the pool, come see the girls, whatever. Like, like Potter Mill Village was the spot. Damn. Damn. Okay. All right, so... So... so oh, go ahead. All right. No, I just, I just wanted you to ex- expound upon that. So your your mother's had, had to... Uh, rein you in and, and, and give you a mentor of some kind? Like, what did she feel like you needed yeah, in man. the environment? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, because, you know, up until that point, you know, honestly, the only positive quote-unquote role models, right, that was exposed, you know, to me was folks you see on TV, you know, athletes, you know, uh, you know, famous black folks, stuff like that, but, right. you know, not not knowing in real life that I could talk, talk to, you know what I'm saying? So the only male role, role models that I had was the youngest that was... You know, putting in that work on the corner. You know, right, right. the youngest, the, the the hood, the hood fucking basketball legends. You know, because we because we stay, you know, at stay hanging out at the basketball court, which we call the cage. You know, the cage was tight because it was it was a huge, huge, unregulated basketball court that was uh, surrounded by um, a chain link fence. You know. And the and the door to get into it literally had a chain on it, so we used to call it <laughs> the cage. Because once you get in, you really can't get out unless somebody lets you out of that train. You know, Damn. so everybody in the neighborhood would hang out at the cage. The cage was the hangout spot. So, you know, like I said, there was there was no positive role models around the way. You know, All we right. didn't have any black male teachers in, in any of my schools. I'm lying. We had one in middle school. But Mr. Hay didn't really give a shit. So technically, we didn't have any, you know, any of the schools that I that I attended um, in North PG County. So there was no positive black role models um, in my life up until that point. Okay, all right. And so, how did that change then? At that point. So, you know, I don't know. I guess I don't know how my mom found this program or whatever. But she, so. Hey, uh, hey, hold, hold on, hold on. I, um, I'm sorry. I just, I'm just getting this like on, on the feed. Ch- Chadwick Boseman died. I'm, 
Oh. No way. Yo. It must be some internet death. There's no way he's dead. He died of what? How did he die? I, I, I have it. Nah, nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now, too. Say, died of cancer. Colon cancer. What? Are you kidding me? What? LP. Wow. Wow. I, look, honestly, honestly, I don't believe this shit. I, I gotta fucking see yeah. some more fucking. Yeah, yeah. It, I it, mean, the Washington maybe, Post maybe... just posted it 20 minutes ago. Did they? Damn. Yeah, Washington Post did it 20 minutes ago. They be killing niggas on the internet all the time, man. So, you know. Damn, he had a four year fight. With, he been fighting that shit for four years. Nope. My, my bad, man. I. Shit, no, you man. good. No, Chavo, this is Black Panther, man. It's fucking T'Challa. Yo. Wow. Wow. Shit. Ugh. Shit. All right, man. Mm. Uh, let me regroup here. Mm. So I'm going to ask you that question one more time. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just want to know when... Um, when it changed for you so what what was the who was the role model you know how did you get in touch with that like so, was that? so um so this will have to go back to middle school so uh i was attending a school called buck lodge buck lodge middle school in adelphi maryland and um buck lodge had just uh started their basketball team they never had one before and they just you know started their team and i wanted to try out for the team but if, if i made the team um that was going to require me to stay after school certain days um for practice and all that good shit. so you know i had to ask my moms you know mm -hmm. and my moms was not a fan you know because my mom's really you know, my, you know my mom you know she she dealt with a lot of shit, man. My mom being a single parent and, and and raising two kids and 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 you know not really making a lot of money at her job and just just stressed out with people at her work and stuff like that. You know, my mom didn't like to do too much shit outside of the shit that she had to do. You know, so any like extracurricular activity that me and my sister wanted to do, you know, if we couldn't do it on our own, it was pretty much, you know. Uh, a long shot that my mom was gonna to want to be involved, as bad as that sounds, right? So, um, I asked her. This was uh, right after seventh grade, summer before eighth grade. I asked her. I said, "Hey, uh, mom, they they uh, they got a basketball team, right? Like, you know, I, I want to try out for the team. You know, season starts in a couple of months. Like, you know, what's good?" Okay. So she was like, she was like, "Well, you need to get your grades up. You need to get an honor roll." I'm like, "Fuck." All right, so I had to, first quarter, I had to prove that, you know, I can get on the honor roll in order to try out for the basketball team. At the end of the first quarter, I got my 3.0, right? All right. And then she comes back, because she's like, well, when do you have practices? And I told her, the practices were like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. And then she was like, when do you have games? And I was like, well, most of the games are on Saturdays, you know? So she, it was like, oh, I, I don't know about that. I said, come on, <laughs> like, you know, I, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to play. And she was like, mm -hmm. well, I signed you up for this mentoring program. And I was like, mentoring program? Shit, I'm not trying to do that. She was like, yeah, yeah, right. it's gonna be good. 
you know, you know, you, you need to have some more male influence and blah, blah, blah. And I really want you to do it, you know? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying to play basketball. Right, right. You know, you know, and she's like, well, um, and I was pretty good in basketball, you know, even before you met me. Actually, 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 I was better, way better before I met you because I had stopped hooping, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, you know, I was actually pretty good and, you know, she was like, well, and the, and the coach wanted me to come play. You know, the coach actually came and talked to me. He was like, yo, come play, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, but I want you to join this, this mentoring group. So I was like, oh. She said, well, look, look just, just come this Saturday, you know, and tell me if you like it, you know, if it's, if it's good for you. You know, if, if, if it's not for you, then you can go play basketball, you know. But I want you to at least try it out. I said, right. all right, cool. Okay, so cool. So uh, Saturday comes, she takes me to this drink, you know, it's a whole bunch of old men in there, you know, and, and when I say old, I don't mean like, like, you know, grandpa old, but like grown men, grown men in there, you know, they, they're in their, you know, thir- mid thirties on, on up. Right. And, you know, they talking to us and, you know, it's like me, me and like 10 other, you know, young boys in there from like middle school up to high school, you know, age range, stuff like that. And, um, you know, these men were like professional men. Like, they were like doctors, lawyers, businessmen, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, daggone, you know, I mean, like, like, these were like professional men, you know what I'm saying? And this was like the first time for me, you know, being around a black man that, that was successful, that wasn't an athlete or wasn't in music or whatever or wasn't doing any extracurricular stuff on the street, if you know what I mean. Right. So uh, we sitting in there, and honestly, that Saturday, it was boring as hell. Like, they made us do homework. We, you know, we had study sessions, and, and then they would talk to us about leadership and about being a man and shit. And I was like, man, what the fuck is this bullshit I'm sitting in? <laughs> I was not feeling it, you know? And uh, we had to bring our report cards. And... One of the men, his name was Doug Scarber. You know, he pulled me to the side. He was like, hey, he said, let me see your report card. Mm. So I showed him my report card. And he, he was looking at it. He was like, mm-hmm, 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 doing that bullshit, right? And I'm sitting there like, what? Because my grades weren't bad. Right. You know, right. I, I had a 3-0 for, you know, first quarter. Like, like what you going to tell me? He was like, um, he was like um, oh, so you're not that smart, huh? Whoa. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? What you mean? He was like, nah, you ain't that smart. I said, what you talking about? I got 3.0. He said, is that the best you can do? I was like, mm. no. Mm. He was like, so why aren't you doing that? And I was like, I don't know. He was like, I don't think you can do any better than what you're doing right now. And now I'm getting mad because now he's calling me dumb, right? And, I mean, at least that's how I was taking it. Yeah, I was getting mad offended that he was like doubting my abilities and shit, right? Right. And um, you know, he 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 was talking some more stuff, but everything he said after that was like womp 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 in my ear. I, I'm not even understanding or hearing anything who he, what he has to say. The only thing that I'm thinking about is proving this motherfucker wrong that I can be, I can fucking get fucking excellent fucking grades, right? Mm. Right. Um, so. 
we left that meeting. My mom's picked me up. She's like, how'd you like it? I said, oh, man, this shit's whack, man. I, I, I'm ready to go try for the basketball team, you know. Then here she go. She fucking breaks down and starts crying and shit. Oh, I really want you to do this program. I think it's going to be good for you. This is good, strong black man. You need it in your life, blah, 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 blah. Just guilt tripped me into this shit. Right. So I was like, God damn. I said, yo, I was trying to play ball. I said, damn. <laughs> All right. Fuck it. Fuck it. I do it. All right. You know? So, you know, I didn't try for the basketball team and I ended up getting put into this um into this youth program called the Guide Right Program, which okay. was sponsored by which was sponsored by um, you know, men of the Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Okay. All right. You know? little, little foreshadowing there. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, those men were running the program and we had to meet every Saturday. Every Saturday we had to bring uh, our, our homework and any report cards that we got. And we had study sessions and then they would have like these, um, these, um, these guest speakers come in and talk to us. And we went on field trips and, you know, they took us camping one time and we went up to Philly one time for a, a, a college tour, mm-hmm. you know, which was pretty tight, you know. Um, I almost went to freaking Temple off the strength of that college tour. But anyway, um, uh, I mean, we, we did a lot of stuff, man. We did a lot of stuff. And I, I ended up staying in that program um, from eighth grade all the way through high school. Okay. Yeah. You know, right. I, I ended up, I ended up commit, committing to it full time like that and, um, you know, after being in that program and the, the gentleman I, I mentioned, Doug, um, he ended up becoming like my direct mentor. Okay. You know? And Doug is a weird type dude, man. Like he would like, he never would tell you like you're doing a good job. He would say some backwards shit like, oh, I see you got a 3.3, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah. What? 3.5 was too hard for you? Oh, okay. He would say some, he would say some okay. backwards shit, like, like, like some reverse type shit, right? To make you think, you know, it's like, damn, nigga, you can't give me no credit. Like, this is a fucking three, three. Like, I can't. What? And he'll, you know, and and every time he would say some shit like that to me, yeah, it made me want to fucking work harder, and right. and fucking achieve more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So you know, so you know, I, I owe a lot to Mr. Scarver. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, he didn't have to do that. You know, he didn't have to take his time and 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 help mold me and stuff like that. And 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 you know, him and all those other gentlemen in the organization, um, you know, really, you know, talk to all the boys that was part of the program has really taught us how to be men, how to respect women, how to, how to walk around like a man, right. act like a man, dress like a man, stuff like that. Stuff mm-hmm. that I wasn't getting prior to that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause everything up until that point was like trial and error shit. Right. But, um, but after being in that program, you know what I'm saying? You know, that, that, that was a good program that, you know, I got, put in and, and help me become a you know strong young man before graduating high school. Okay. Hopefully that answers the question. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I want to move on to like uh how does that get you into what would be an ROTC program? Like where did that where did that come into play? So so the guide right program had nothing to do with ROTC. Okay. Right? All right. Um so <laughs> I, I hinted on it a little bit, right? We 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 moved to Beltsville. Right. But we still we still were poor. We still were low income um 
a low income family. We were on welfare, right? We used to get the um, we used to get the free uh, Thanksgiving baskets, you know, for Thanksgiving and the Christmas uh, gift cards. We used to get. They used to give it to all the poor kids, and I used right. to get free lunch to school, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And um, I, I never wore anything fancy, you know. I would wear the same sneakers year after year, get dogged, and 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 you know. Um, we're the same raggedy clothes, blah, blah, blah. We were poor, right? We were, we were, we were fucking poor. So, sophomore year in high school, I saw these kids running around in these uniforms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, who are these motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> and then someone told me that that's the, that's the JROTC program. I said, okay. okay, what do they do? And, and, and they were telling me what they do, and, and that didn't really sell me. But what sold me was mm-hmm. the fact that they had to wear their uniform two days a week. They had to wear it on Tuesdays and they had to wear it on Thursdays. Okay. So I was like, well, bet if they got to wear that uniform, right? That would save me on the amount of clothes I had to change up every day of the week, right? right. So I really only needed to wear about three days of clothes, right? And, you know, I can kind of, you know, recycle some joints from time to time and not have to right. worry about getting getting clowned so much in school, you know. You know, yeah. you, you, you get joned on, man. It was, it was a rap, man, you know what I'm saying? So Oh, oh, oh you can't you can't use that, Vinak. What does Joan mean? Joan? Um, yeah. That's our shit. I don't care I don't care who who from any other area said they came up with Joan. Joan is from the fucking DMV. But, but what, what does it mean? You gotta you gotta it means clown. to be clowned, to be talked about, to be, to be you know made uh, fun of, uh, right? Cut up. Cut up, right, made fun of, right, right. Yeah, right. right. I just want to make sure. You know, I want to make sure yeah, everybody's man, following like, it. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, you know, if you couldn't Joan, you was getting slaughtered. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that was your whole existence. I didn't care. I don't care if you was the, the most bummiest dude. You better say something if somebody say something to you or, or it's a rap, you know? And I had a, and I got my fair sh- my fair share of, of, of ass whoopings on the, on the on the Joan table, man. So, right. um, but ROTC was, was sort of, sort of, you know, indirect savior as far as uh, clothing, because like I said, I, I didn't have shit, you know? Okay, all right. But, you know, once I got into it, you know, I mean, I thought it was cool, man, marching around and shit, you know, being able, you know, calling commands and and, and learning about learning that military shit. Well, it was cool for me, you know, cool, you know? And then we had competitions with other schools and shit, like who, who, who can march the best, who can, twirl the rifles the best and all that good shit, you know, right. and, 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 I, and I was fully involved. I was in, in, in all the activities and, and everything, man. So, um, you know, that, that was kind of my thing. I couldn't play sports no more because, you know, between my mom's making me do the guy right program, yeah. you know, which took up a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also was, was small, man. I was a small kid. So uh, I was a late bloomer. So you know, freshman and sophomore year, man, shit, I was still fucking small as shit. Right. And, you know, tried to go out for football and I was getting fucking slaughtered by them dudes that were four times my size. Yeah. And, you know, they were like, nah, man, you know, we we, we can't in good conscience let you come out here and get hurt. Ooh. You know, even though, even though I was good at football too, I just wasn't right. big enough to be honest. Okay. So, so, okay. so I had to, at that point, right, it was, it, it comes a point in every person's life where they have to realize, yeah, you're not going to make it to the NFL. Yeah, you're not gonna make it to the NBA, you know. Okay. My point in time was uh, 
summer before eighth, uh, excuse me, summer before sophomore year in high school. But I realized, yep, you know, gotta hang up this, 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 uh, these athletic sneakers and find a different <laughs> avenue, right? Okay, yeah. all right. And, all right. and JROTC was it. Okay, all right. So you get in JROTC. Uh, what did you connect with uh, besides the clothing thing? Because you unpacked that already. Uh, yeah. What, what about being in that uh, kind of resonated with you? Well, I mean, I mean, like I said, I like I like the whole military aspect of it, man. I like being able to walk, march around. Uh, I like the leadership opportunities that it gave me. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, you know, every crew that I was with since, you know, I mean, since ever, you know, I've always been the smallest dude in the crew, but always kind of like the 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 head dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. like people always followed me. You know, I, I was always forceful, or 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 I guess. Uh, point man on certain shit. Like I you would could, come up with you, the ideas. Hey, let's go it. here. Let's... You could say it. You 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 were the asshole. That's fine. No 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 no. <laughs> no, I wasn't an asshole. I just this motherfuckers will be indecisive what they want to do. Like yo, let's go do this. <laughs> let's go to the carryout. Right. Let's go to the yeah. mall. Let's go. Let's go play ball. Let's go go to. Let's, let's go to Mo House and play video games. Whatever. You know. what I'm saying I was the one that normally was up front with the ideas, and people would be like, "All right, well, shit, let's roll," and 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 people would follow me. Right. So mm-hmm. so. JROTC kind of just put it in perspective. It was like, and, and, and made that like my duty. Like, you know, I got a leadership position and, you know, I was, you know, in charge of, in charge of folks, you know what I'm saying? And that, that shit was cool. Okay. You know? and, I, right. and I was good at it. Okay. And, and at the same time, so you're, you're in a lot of things now. You're in the, the JROTC, you're, you're still yep. doing the uh, program that your mother wanted you to join. Um, yeah, and you're in your high school, but you still have to be a, a high school student, like a regular dude, right? So, what right. kind of what kind of of person are you at this at this point? Are you shy what, and reserved, or you know, in your personal? What are you, uh, you know, about? Uh, let's let's talk eleventh and twelfth. Let's 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 talk. Uh, oh, eleventh and twelfth. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, that's my golden years right there, right? Mm. So, eleventh grade year, I want to say was my best year. Okay. Um, like I finally, I like I really coming coming to my own. My growth spurt finally hit right, so now I'm catching up in height with everybody else that they, where they where they left me behind, right? And uh, I got a little job at um, a, a local me- Mexican restaurant in Beltsville. It was called uh, La Plata Grande, right? <laughs> me and my man, <laughs> me and my man Maurice were uh, bus boys up there. Mo, you know, yep, my man Mo. Uh, we were we were bus boys up there making okay. four dollars and seventy five cent an hour, <laughs> right. and we would get we would get tips though we would get tips yeah. from yeah. the bartenders and the servers. So every night that I worked, I, I worked like maybe three nights, three nights a week. Um, I would get like I would leave out of there with like twenty five thirty bucks cash every night, you know, and which is which is nothing in retrospect before a a uh, 16 year old kid that mother ain't giving him shit cause she ain't have shit to give. Um, you know, I always had cash in my pocket. So I was able to go to the mall and, you know, buy a fresh polo shirt or, 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 or some, you know, some nice jeans or some Jordan sneakers or whatever, you know, so now, now I'm, 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 I'm doing my thing, you know, to avoid getting joned on. At school, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Now, now okay. I'm in school a little, little bit fresh and all that because, mm. you know, I got a little job, you know what I'm saying, you know, to, to buy shit, you know what I'm saying? So um, senior year, 
um, senior year, I was real chill, man, because um, and I, and I, it, we're probably fast forwarding, but senior year, I knew I was going to uh, join the Marine Corps. I was already signed up for the Marine Corps at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I already got accepted to the University of Maryland College Park, you know, um, senior year. So senior year, I was just coasting, man. I didn't give a yeah, shit about nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I, I, you know, I didn't and, do no work. I didn't give a fuck about none of them teachers, except for my AP U.S. history class. Like I cared about that one. And, everything else, I didn't give a shit. Isn't that isn't that wild about PG County? Because you could have, you know, like I had all my AP classes, of course, in your senior year. But mm-hmm. but like you said, I had the same experience. Like University of Maryland was looking for us, bro. Like they, right. they were looking. Right. They need they needed to fill a quota, and they were up there. Like so. I had already, you know, I had already, uh, you know, got my University of Maryland ticket stamped. I knew where I was going. And just like you said, AP classes, I mean, I showed up because I knew I had to show up for my AP classes. Yeah. But but the rest of them, I think I missed the most time in school in my senior year. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? I I never skipped school before until senior year. Until, Until senior year. Yes, exactly. Yep, I never did until senior year. I, you know, at that point, like I said, I, I really didn't give a shit. It was, it was really nothing stopping me from whatever was going to happen after that. Absolutely. So I was like, whatever, you know. Yeah. My mom Absolutely. wasn't really tripping off me no more at that point. I was good. I was, I was, you know, free flying at that point. Okay. All right. So, so uh, did you go to your prom? <laughs> Ask me my prom. Yeah, I went to my prom. Okay. Yeah. All right. Did you go with so, a, you, you want details of my prom or, or yeah. what? No, nah, I just want to know. Did you go with a young lady or? I did. Uh, I okay. did. I did. All I right. Did. I went with a young lady, and and we were there at the prom for about maybe shit, probably twenty minutes, and then she fucking left. Mm. Mm. <laughs> wait, wait. She left you? Like she left me? Yeah. She had to go. She had to go. Ooh. Yeah. What happened? So now you want to know. All right. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, when I asked this chick to come to the to the prom with me, right, uh, she she wanted to go. She got excited. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to go, blah, 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 blah. Um, but, you know, her parents was bugging out. Her parents didn't want to go. Ain't want her to go. Oh, well, okay, no, I take it back. She was afraid to tell her parents mm. that she was going to the prom with me. Okay, I, reason- you know, just hold on. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just want to use my psychic powers because I've actually never heard this story, right? But mm-hmm. I'm just guessing this young lady was not black. She was not black, no. She was, she was not what? I, I was getting there. I was going to use my... You know what? You just ruined the whole... You ruined the whole <laughs> Come on, man. You know me. And so yeah, if it's yeah. not black and Spanish, you know, what else is it going to be? <laughs> okay. All right. So, I, I, but, so, but, so in your opinion, why was she scared to tell her parents? Because I was a nigger. Straight up. Straight up, I'm not. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I got this fucking Ciroc in me. We gonna fucking. We gonna get cut right to the chase. Okay. You know? All right. So. So she didn't. She didn't flat out tell me that. You know. But. So let me tell you how it all went down. So. And, and I gotta give her. I gotta give her a little bit more credit. It was more than 20 minutes total. But at okay, let me just tell the story. So. 
So I asked her maybe like a month, maybe a month or two prior, like, yo, you trying, you know, she was the only one on my radar that I was gonna, that I was even interested in taking to this train, right? And she was like, yes. I was like, oh, cool, right? Um, but I gotta give it some more context. So I've been literally chasing this girl, this one girl for like three years in high school. Ever since I fucking met her my sophomore year, no, no, yeah, 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 sophomore year. I met her sophomore year, um, and she was a junior, so she was a year ahead of me. And I've literally chased her for three years in high school, right? And couldn't get nowhere. She kept tap dancing around it, pump faking, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, up until this moment where I ask and she says yes. So I'm fucking super excited. Right. I right. fucking go out and buy the fucking most expensive fucking tuxedo, most expensive Woo. fucking corsage. Me and my man Shane, um, you know, ugly ass Shane. I'm gonna tell him to listen to this shit so he can laugh. <laughs> uh my man, me and my man Shane and his boys end up getting a uh a stretch limo, right? Right, right. So all that money that I was that I was making at the, uh, the Mexican restaurant and the dry cleaners. I started working at dry cleaners too. Um, I put all that money saved up. I put it towards my tux and uh, the corsage and the fucking limo, right? No money left. Anyway, so anyway, fast forward. Now, so the day of the prom, right? She hits me up and she's like, look, can I come to your house early? Because I'm trying to leave before my parents get home. Right, right. I'm like, okay, shit, come on. So she came to my house like four o'clock in the afternoon, right? Mm. Like we not like like the limo was not even showing up until about eight, right? Dang. So, so she comes to like you know four o'clock in the afternoon, and I was surprised. My mom's was cool with her coming over to the house. Like my mom right. don't let nobody in the house. Right, right. Not even my close friends was allowed to come in the house. You know, that's how my that's how funny my mom's was and shit. You know, right, right. Um. But she allowed, you know, this young lady to come into the house, which was, which kind of fucked me up too. I was like, oh shit, all right. You know, so we, we in the house chilling, you know, just, just hanging out, you know, and I'm enjoying every moment of it. Right. And then, you know, she gets dressed, I get dressed. My mom's taking pictures and all this shit like that. And the limo comes, we get into the limo. Everybody's having a good time. We, um, we go to dinner first, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, eat, blah, blah, blah. And then we go to prom. Get to the prom, we take a picture, right? Soon we take a picture. Um, one of her her friends at the prom ran up to her. It was like, yo, your parents are looking for you. They calling everybody, they want to know where you're at. You gotta get home. Right. Old girl was like, Sean, I gotta go. Bye. Pew. <laughs> on some fucking, on some fucking. Walt Disney, Cinderella, run out the fucking ball before midnight, leave a shoe behind type shit. You know what I mean? Uh, and that was that. So I'm now I'm stuck, right, by myself. Right. Everybody bunned up at the, at the prom. You know, you you can't you can't book nobody else at the prom. That's it. You you, mm. you know mm. you bring you bringing your sand to the beach. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. Yeah. So you know I'm jolly like fucked up because I spent all this money for this fucking great event, right? And it was trash, you know, Ooh. but it's all good. You know, you know, looking back at it in retrospect, it was cool. We did spend some good time together, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, you know, prom is over it anyway. 
You know. What okay. I'm all right. So, all right. Yeah. So so. So so now you're gonna be graduating like you're mm-hmm. uh you're set you're eighteen you're eighteen when you're graduating because you yep you're an you're an April Fool's person baby that's right all right so so you're eighteen when you're graduating and what did you decide to do uh, after high school? Well, I joined the Marine Corps. Ooh. So I had already enlisted in the Marine Corps the summer before my senior year. What what made so, you do that? What made you do that? So, why did I join the Marine Corps? Well, you know, the, the the biggest reason why I joined the Marine Corps because I had such a good time in JROTC. That was that was the major influence was JROTC, and I initially wanted to join the Air Force, you know, because I'm a loyal dude, man. So, the JROTC program that I was a part of was the Air Force program, so I wanted to keep that shit going. But the fucking bam-ass Air Force recruiter never called me, never got back to me. I called that motherfucker a million times, left a ton of messages. He never got back to me, you know. Uh, my homeboy, uh, Anthony, Anthony Brown, <laughs> that nigga is wild as shit. He had, uh, he had already in, um, enlisted to the Marine Corps himself, right? So he would, he would throw on fucking military fatigues and shit, he would fucking run around the neighborhood, jumping on trees and climbing fences, doing all kinds of wild, dumb shit, right? And we were climbing for that shit, but he would always be trying to recruit everyone else to come with him, right? So summer of 98, we outside hanging out and shit, and Anthony was like, no, no, I was pissed off. Me and my mom's gone to an argument over some dumb shit, and I fucking left the house pissed off and... And Anthony seen me and he was like, yo, what's good? I was like, yo, man, fuck this shit. I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. Fuck senior year. I just want to fucking get out of this fucking neighborhood. I might just join the Marine Corps with you. I made that blanket statement. Not really meaning that shit. I just fucking said it. Anthony punk ass called his recruiter immediately. And was like, yo, my homeboy want to join the Marine Corps. That fucking recruiter called me that night. Dang. He showed up to my house. <laughs> he showed up to my house the next day with, with all the fucking pamphlets, all the posters, all this shit, right? Right. And my right. mom's was still my mom's was still pissed off at me. Now she's even more pissed off because we got this stranger up in our apartment. You know, right, right. And I already told you she don't like nobody in the house. Period. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So right. So this dude is up in there. He's talking our ears all about how you know all the great things the Marine Corps can do for me and blah 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 blah. You know, doing the whole recruiter thing. And, um, you know, he was like, you ready to sign up? I was like, hell yeah, let's go. You know, because the Marines is the toughest branch, the most respected branch. Right. You know what I'm saying? They had the best looking uniforms. Okay. And, and they had the fucking, the wildest fucking commercials on TV and shit. You know? I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember. I do remember them. I do, yeah, yeah. I do remember. Like, I remember specifically, oh boy, like hopping between like a volcano shit or something. Like, like there was right. lava between it and he's like hopping from rock to rock, you know. Right. The feud, the proud, the Marines. Right. I, and, I remember and, that. Right. And the one where the motherfucker was, uh, uh, on a chessboard fighting fucking other chess pieces. Yes. And yes. then fighting big ass monsters with breathing fire and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So all, all all that shit fucking sold me. I was fucking sold. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I want a fucking sword. I want to fucking fight a dragon and shit. Right, you know, right, right. On some dumb kid shit, you know. 
So, and, and plus high school was easy for me. High school was easy. Um, my grade point average after freshman year was a, a three five, nothing less than a three five. Mm -hmm. Even senior mm -hmm. year when I didn't give a shit, I still got a three five. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, I had got a twelve fifty on my SAT. You know, just fucking around with that shit. I wasn't even serious. You know, because I was already I was already accepted to Maryland before I took my SATs. Right, right. You know, because they really you remember they really wanted us. You know, they were really oh, trying yeah, to diversify they trying, their fucking they were, student bodies, so they would right. let any, any niggas in at the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on on their way to to, uh, to to being you know top public universities. That's what they really wanted. You know, they were, right, right, right. And Maryland wasn't a top school back then. Nah, nah. You know, nah. you know. So, for, for those listening, this is like 1999. So <laughs> <laughs> now, shit. Now you can't even think about getting into Maryland now with those fucking requirements that they got. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't even send my transcript over. It would be a waste of time. <laughs> Crazy as hell. Um, so high school was easy. ROTC had the influence. You know, you know, I, I wanted, I wanted a challenge. I wanted to do something that was, you know. Um, challenging and you know was going to be fulfilling, so I joined the Marine Corps. Okay, all right. So, so we're looking at a, a, a graduated kid, uh, and you're in the military. And, wow, I mean that's <laughs> that's a that's a whole lot of life in in 18 years, and yeah, for, for that reason, I wanna I wanna pause that and make that part one. What comes next for you? Like you're you're going to University of Maryland. You're yep. part of you're part of the Marine Corps. Yeah. Um, you know your your life is in, in in transition. So so overall, we're talking about you being born in 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 basically you said poverty. Like you know. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah. And and without dad and uh, without my mom's Jesus. made a lot of crazy wild decisions. You know that, that led <laughs> to that. Mm hmm. And and now you're going into a place of structure, and in my opinion, you know the military is like that structure that they they uh, design it so that they get the desired result. If, right. if I'm being honest, so right. so you're going to a place where you didn't have any structure. You know, your mom was very disciplined. You said that. Oh no no no! Hold on hold on now hold on now! Whoa, right. Slow down! Whoa 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 whoa! Yeah. I have plenty of structure. Okay. You know, plenty. I have plenty of structure, plenty of discipline already. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, Prior you know, I wasn't. It. You know, even though I lived in the neighborhood that I lived in, you know, I wasn't the one knocking over old ladies, snatching purses. Okay. I wasn't robbing dudes that, you know, was coming around the way to play ball and you know and, and thought it was cool for them to hang out after the game was over. I wasn't. I wasn't that dude that was. I mean, I was there watching it. Right. They laughing about it. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't the dude that was engaging any of those any of those extracurricular activities and, and, and nothing against them them youngins that was doing that because i'm still yeah. cool i was cool with them back then i'm still cool with them now yeah. i just never did none of that shit because i knew if i did that shit and i got caught doing that shit my mom's was not fucking around and everyone and in the neighborhood knew my mom's and that's what i'm saying so yeah you said if you got caught you know if, if i got caught yeah, right right so right. You know, in in every kid's life, you you kind of you kind of EQ that, right? Oh yeah, you know yeah, 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 exactly what you can get away with and what you yeah, can yeah. get around. You yeah, know, and 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 I'm talking about going from that lifestyle to where there is no wiggle room, to where there is like uh, 
no no you know there's there's not really a, a balance of mistakes like you know there's there's nothing to get around like you you signed your life over to the yeah. Marine Corps right right so so I want to stop there that's part one you know and and we'll be we'll be along for part two but this has been sipping slow with Joe and tune in for part two of the kids life <laughs> yeah buddy mm.